Bioware, specifically with Anthem, uh, oh has have announced that the upcoming you know releases that they're planning for the, the basically the roadmap stuff no longer exists in terms of like the roadmap is gone. Oh no. Unbelievable. I'm getting a bad reputation here being the double caller on most of these shows I'm calling in on anymore. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast. It is episode 46. We're almost in our 50s. And oh I am Al. I'm Nick. You'll notice you can hear him this week, because I don't have my stupid, oh! <laughs> my stupid streaming audio ducking filter still on that I forgot to turn off. So yeah, that was the audio problem in last episode. I apologize for that. How dare you, sir. No shit. How you doing, Nick? <laughs> I'm doing good. Very good. How's uh, how's the week been? Week's been uh, pretty pretty chill actually. The, the weather's starting to starting to turn. Got a few you know, chilly mornings, I think. But uh, it, it hasn't gotten too cold yet. Like the afternoon's still nice, so it's like the temperature nice and works going. We had our uh, softball uh, competition. Well, competition, but it's uh, a charity oh, yeah, you thing. That. That they do so it's like we had our we had our attorneys to, uh finishing up today actually we got we got massacred today we we're going against the tryhard oh. team <laughs> you're going we, against we the who the tryhard team like it, it was basically like everyone you know it, like you know it's, it's for charity so it's designed sure. to be casual and you know just really just have uh, fun, you were know? on the we don't really give a fuck team and then there was the team that was out there to kill you yeah, the the, the murder, <laughs> death, kill. They're they're walking out with you know the, the all the gear on. You it's like, well, oh, no. <laughs> this is our lives now. <laughs> well, this this is where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we had some early uh, early wins that were actually quite fun and again it was it was for a good cause. We we like uh, we generate charity out of it and then then the uh, and the teams play. So we I think I think our team may have actually come out on top in terms of the the charity uh, donations. So. That's beautiful. That. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, that's really cool. Shit, I wish I were that active. I need to be that active. I need to fucking <laughs> like, play a sport. That's all you gotta do. Just walk. Yeah, actually, I, I need to just start walking. I've got my treadmill, and I actually don't mind the treadmill. I used to hate it, but I've started doing it, and because it's in my office, I can just crank on a podcast and, you know, do my hamster shit. For a yeah, walking, walking pod, you know, <laughs> walking, walking, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, having the podcast definitely uh, distracts me enough, and then uh, my out of shape finishes it off within like. Because <laughs> I try to do like the brisk walk, you know, really move it, and uh, yeah, I, I envy how I was like two years ago doing all the walking at air products for the the step challenge. I was doing like. By the end of the summer, I could do like a mile and a half and not even like be dying. It was great, but not so much now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how's uh, how's the gaming front going? So on that, I can finally uh, reveal that I have a VR headset. Nice. Yeah, so that, that's up. what was coming, huh? Indeed, I got a uh, a, a Rift. 
Yes. Or, or uh, uh, yeah, Vive Rift. Well, no, there's, there's two different things. There's Vibe. the Vive and then it's there's the Oculus Rift. Vive, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, mix, I'm mixing it up. It's a Vive. <laughs> yeah, what do you think of it? I'm loving it. It's awesome. I'm starting, get it? In, I'm starting to get into it. I've got the um, the subscription to the um, the Vive port. Uh, Vive port, where you get like five about. games a month or something like that. No, it's like a, it's uh, like a, like like everything else that we're, we've been seeing this year. It's basically a subscription service, and then they rotate you know games through it. That's and what it constantly is. add to the yep. library. So, so that, that makes five, me it's, wonder. It's like a whole vast thing. Have you played uh, Groundhog Day two yet? Uh, I don't think so. I think I've seen it come up though. So I, I, I got to check that out then. I have heard phenomenal things about that that game. It's actually, from what I understand, really awesome, and uh, it's it's basically a sequel to the movie. Nice. Yeah, it it sounded so bizarre, but like every review I, I was reading was like, "Look, yes, it's Groundhog Day two in VR or something like that." They're like, "Don't don't let the name fool you. The name sounds lame. It's fucking amazing, especially if you liked Groundhog Day." Like, I was just like, "Man, this sounds really neat." The one guy was like. I literally just spent an hour sitting down and playing a guitar in <laughs> VR. I was like, "Shit, that sounds really fun." <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm I'm thrilled by it. Now I'm also kind of like testing my limits with it yes. because um, I I have found it's like if it's it's like puzzle like games, I yep. do good because you know it's very controlled movement, not a lot of movement and, in the background. You know, yeah, yeah, not a lot of movement in the background. It's not crazy like gun shooter action. Um, there are a few games where, you know, I've had them in my library because they were, you know, like, you know, play the game and then also have like V, v your VRs tacked on or I had like a yep. VR module to it. Like what? Um, uh, Subnautica was one. Oh, really? Um, I could see that being was, really disorienting. It was. It, uh, yeah, it was actually one of the very first ones that I actually tr- ended up trying, which is may oh. have been a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's a mistake. Because it was like, oh, I love Subnautica. I love it. It's like, yeah, let's let's do this in VR. And I load it in, and everything's cool. And then as soon as I start moving, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now, and it's you gotta get in, your sea legs. Yeah, in in VR's defense, it wasn't necessarily a problem with the rig. It was it was that it, it was Subnautica. It was definitely tacked on afterwards. Yes. And I was talking to like some uh, some other people on the VR uh, boards and whatnot. They're like, yeah, yeah. Basically, like, if if the game's not specifically designed for it, it'll have a lot of shortcomings, and it may yeah. not, you know, play very well in terms of VR. It's like, yeah, that's one of them. It's unfortunate because, again, I love Subnautica from a single player, or, or I say single sure. player, but um, from a uh, computer monitor perspective, like, yeah, absolutely fun. But yeah, when I get into VR, it's like, as you know, looking around was fine, but as soon as I start moving, it was like, whoa, okay, uh-huh. um, and um. I think uh, oh yeah, there I did the uh, there's a demo basically of the Spider-Man Far From Home I think it was I heard and that one's a little rough too it was a little rough now it does have like if you set it to comfortable basically like every time you move it shrinks the view to like you know this pinhole uh, which definitely helped uh, oh, yeah. but you know, like by the end of the like kind of the demo play session it was another one of those like okay whoa <laughs> I gotta yeah. I gotta get this thing off. Uh, but uh, but it, you know those are like the, so I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm finding where those boundaries are at and then you know again talking with the kind of the VR board community that it's like you know one you have to you have to kind of like practice at it a little have, bit yeah you have to get acclimated to it yeah it's not it's not something where it's like you con you know on the console at the TV or at your PC monitor where it's like yeah you just sit down and you go it's like no with VR you kind of like you said you got to get your sea legs 
And you know, like, don't feel bad about, you know, it's like if you're nah, tapping out in the first 15 minutes, like that can be very, very normal. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay, first perfect. time I did it, I made it like 20 minutes. Yeah. And that, that's what they're saying. It's like, it's like, you, you'll just, one, you'll start to build a little bit of endurance. And then also you're like, you know, you'll, you'll start overriding your own brain function and, and stop, yep. you know, it won't necessarily prevent motion sickness the entire time, but it'll, it'll trim you'll it down get, to a point yeah, where Yeah, you'll get used to yeah. it. Um, some Which, recommendations uh, for you. Okay. Um, because I, I borrowed Luke's uh, Rift for like a month back in December. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm eventually going to get one because I, I had a ball with it. But I played some really great games. Um, one, Jeremy from Bad Fodder Figures, and he's in the save point Jeremy Lyons got me hooked on, called From Other Sons. Uh, okay. It is a space opera is kind hmm. of game. You have a, a ship, you control the ship, there's ship combat, and then you can beam onto other ships, and then it's like, uh, you know, commando style, gotta get in and, like, get a disc or something and blow up robots. It's actually very, very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, another one you might like that I think will get you used to it is called I Expect You to Die. Oh, and... I, I did see that at PAX, where it's like kind of like a... A James Bond, yes. you know, villain scenario, and you're you're trying to escape from these these impossible Dastardly situations. situations. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of fun, lots of fun. Dave and I played that for hours one night. Um, there's another one, a wizard one, but I don't remember the name of it. It might even have wizard in the title, but like basically, like you're you go through wizard training, and then there's like a whole game to it, and like different hand gestures or different spells. Like, to do a fireball, you kind of flick your hand forward so that your palm is up. And then oh. the, f- the fire, like, appears in your palm. And then you, like, squeeze the controller like it's a ball, and then you actually throw it at oh. your targets. It's a blast. I had so much fun with that. Um, I'm just trying to think if there was any others that I thought really blew me away. Um... There, there's actually a bunch. Um, if you post in the save point for recommendations, I know Jeremy will jump right on it. He is such a champion of VR, like of the platform itself, and like he's he's actually doing a VR stream for Extra Life, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah, and like he's he he's got me like an evangelist to it too. Just like between his enthusiasm and all the really cool stuff he recommended to me, like. I was just like, man, this this shit's the future. This is so cool. Oh yeah, it, like it's definitely beyond you know gimmick, and I, I've been I've been following it for some time. Yeah, and again, I I think part of it is like I've had this little bit of a backlog of games that had dual purpose. Now, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the the bad part is I'm finding out some are good, some are yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> like puzzle games are good. Like uh, uh, I have Abduction, uh, which is made by the people who made Mist. Oh, neat. Perfect perfect game for it oh uh and if you want to get some exercise uh creed road to glory oh is that the boxing one yes yeah it is really fun uh beat saber i haven't done beat saber yet but uh, oh i never did play that and i feel like i missed out there's another one i heard that's a phenomenal game in vr um yeah so that that's definitely one to check out yeah i've got to pick that up god damn um yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm really glad you you you're on the VR train. Um, I cannot wait to join it myself. To be honest with you, I'm I'm getting ready to pick up a headset maybe for Christmas, 
and uh, get on that because I really had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any other VR games, or is that pretty much it? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so I, I've been playing Torn, which is an, another puzzle-based uh, game, and I'm having a little bit of fun with that. It, it, uh, it's already getting repetitive. Yeah. So, it, it, and it's not a highly rated game. Like it, it was just like whatever looked you know good at first. I was like, okay, let me just start with this and and yeah, and, you know, kind of start dipping my 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 toes into it. Um, but I, I've kind of like started you know getting a backlist going and going to start rotating through. I, I think again, I'm going to kind of stick to those puzzle games because I almost feel like with VR, it's it's the perfect platform for what was like these missed games. You know, I talked about abduction. Oh yeah. Um, where, where it's like those puzzles type games don't you don't you don't see them that much anymore on pc but in the vr environment like it's perfect because you're like manipulating cogs and turning things and you know investigating looking around yeah, like, yeah that that looks awesome uh, another yeah. one i want to want to play uh is that there i think there's a stealth game or something it's like you're hiding around or crawling around oh, like some kind of like that, yeah. castle or something i forget the title um but i remember seeing it was like ooh, ooh that looks good <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's such a cool, like, new experience of games. Like, it's a new way to play a game, and it... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the night Luke brought it over, and, and I played it for the first time, uh, we all played it. Like, Anne played it, my brother-in-law played it, and I, I remember saying, like, I haven't been this, like, excited and mind-blown and just, like new experience in the video game world since, like, I played my first console. To where it nice. was, like... You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe something like this exists, you know? And then it's like, you're playing VR, and it's like... It just changes your entire uh, perspective of what a game can be. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's very, very cool. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, I, so you're knee-deep in VR. I know this will make mm -hmm. Jeremy happy, and he's probably going to reach out to you. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, I opened the invitation and uh, like definitely definitely opened a recommendation. So Hook him up, Jeremy. One, hook him up. Point me in the right direction. Yeah, that's uh, Nick Watt in the save point and Black Eagle Apps on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure Jeremy. Jeremy is like eager for VR buddies. There's a lot of like multiplayer games on it, too. Like From Other Sons is multiplayer, and him and I... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we streamed it one night. We had such a blast. Like that yeah, was I've done, really uh, fun. Yeah, I've Star Trek. Oh, yeah, uh, Star Trek Bridge Commander. Oh, I never uh, got to play that. Bridge Captain. Oh man, it's so good. It, it's like it's like that. It is made for VR. Like you don't have to. Like you're not really moving around, which again makes it perfect. You're just you're at a console. Yeah. But just like the whole like you know it's like uh you know it, it premieres with the the whole Abrams verse uh, Enterprise, but it has you know you can load up like the Enterprise D bridge nice. or the original TO, uh, TOS bridge, and yeah, it's just like you know all the that's Captain fulfilling Nick's childhood fantasies. Oh, right oh there. yeah, <laughs> it's like yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, it's that's what, probably going to be one of the first games I get uh, when I get a VR headset. Actually, yeah, hands down, like I would say, for, one for any Trekkie fan, but I think if, like for any good VR fan, like yeah, the the Star Trek Bridge uh, crew is a uh, must-have, and we can and play that multiplayer too. It, well, yeah, well, I would say like you can play it solo, but it's like it's definitely like a party game. Like you definitely want to be hooking up with friends and uh, playing that. It's like it's the only way to play that. I can't wait. <laughs> um, 
Well, I mean, crap. I I've had a nice nice gaming week. Um, not as exciting with VR, but there is a lot of neat stuff out right now. Um, I actually reached out to Alt Shift, uh, the developers. If you remember on our last episode, we were talking about that game, Crying Sons, that had a demo oh, coming out. Oh yeah. A faster than light inspired space opera game. Um. I have played the crap out of that. Uh, they they hooked me up with a review key, and it is a blast. Nice. Um, I, I, I it has a faster than light feel. It has that challenge in that you know you're. I don't even want to spoil the story because the story so far is actually really, really good and really intriguing. And I'm trying to kind of figure out what's going on, but I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, you're basically an admiral on a a bigger ship. Hmm. And um, you, like, combat is done through uh, squadrons of different fighters and frigates and things that you have. And you moved around on a kind of a hex grid. Right. And it's very strategic in that sense. Then there's that kind of combat. Then there's the whole, like, you know... You're jumping across sectors to try and figure out what's going on. At the end of each sector is a sector boss. And then very reminiscent of Faster Than Light, you're also being chased by whatever the hell. I haven't figured out what yet, and I don't feel like meeting it because the game's hard enough. (laughs) And uh, they're like, yeah, if they catch up with you, it's going to be a fight that's very difficult and unprofitable. I was like, well, I'm going to just keep moving then. Um, Now... Now, what what is the I say you know because it's roguelike and you say FTL. Um, what is the reset mechanism in terms of like you know? Uh, so in FTL, when you reset, you don't you're not really taking anything back. Now, if you happen to beat it, you get you know you're unlocking like a, a new uh, ship or chassis or whatever. Um, some of the other games, so like Everspace that we mentioned, that one's interesting because your whatever credits you've earned, yeah, you, you got to spend. You t- well, you, you have to spend, but you you get those unlocks permanently. Right. The, the next reset. So what what is what is Crying Suns so, kind of mechanism? This will shock everybody that's heard me on this show and my game playing abilities. I haven't died yet. Um, oh. I haven't played super far, but I've beaten two sector bosses. Like I've gotten to the end of a sector twice. Um, fights are, those fights are incredibly challenging. Uh, there's, it's very much risk reward mechanic. Uh, you have basically a fuel component that gets consumed every time you jump. And Mm -hmm. there's, there's jumping between stars, but there's also jumping in the local system, which really makes it tough. And I didn't realize it. (laughs) Um, I had this huge stockpile of fuel initially to kind of start the game and I had done like two missions in the local system and got a bunch more. And then like every star system I would jump into, I was checking out every planet and all of a sudden I looked and I'm like, fuck, I'm down to five fuel. And then like every time you jump that chasing faction gets a little bit closer. Um, So there was a time period where they were like one system behind me and I was just like, jump in, check out one planet, jump out. Because like, I, I was already running low and uh, on fuel on top of it. But um, basically, every time you beat a sector, you get to a border station where you can really stock up on fuel, commandos. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Then there's a ground component. 
um, that's kind of like the Star Trek um, exploration planetary surface kind of thing. Okay. Um, very, very simplified. You don't actually control anything on the ground. Um, you basically will dispatch commandos with an officer, and you'll have... <clears throat> there'll be some kind of objective, something you're going to go check out. And then basically you'll see like a radar like topography map, and you'll just see like this dot where everybody's at, and then it'll be like, like they're traveling a little bit, and then they'll run into something. And it'll say like, um, discovered a stockpile. And then it'll do a roll and see what you find. Um, or it'll say you'll you'll go a little bit further, and then it'll be like, danger! And then it'll do a roll to see if you get into a fight, or if you avoid it. And getting into a fight, you know, you're going to get commandos wounded, possibly killed. And there, so they're another resource you can refill, uh, depending on what you find in your explorations and at the border outposts. But anyway, those are really risky uh, situations, but that's where you come, uh, come across a lot of the game's currency of scrap, um, which you use to buy things. Um, but it's one of those, like, you're, you're risking your neck every time. So it's like, how bad do I need this extra cash, or do I need to hopefully, hopefully find fuel, you know, or, or something along ah. those lines. Uh, so it's, it's very much a risk-reward uh, system. The story's great. The delivery of it, I, I love it. It's got great charm. It's got similar graphics to Faster Than Light, that same kind of uh, retro feel to it. And um, it's just done very well. I, I'm I'm very eager to uh, get back to playing it some more. And uh, I, I'm, I can't say enough good about Crying Suns right now. Basically, if you like Faster Than Light, it's a no-brainer. It's very much a similar spirit game, a bit nice. more strategic. Think of it more on a, on a grander scale. You know, now you've got a big cruiser and can launch, like, fighter squadrons and stuff. Yeah, so a little more subplay, I guess, to it. Yes, yes. Very, very interesting. Very cool. I like it a lot. Um, then, let's see. Then I got back into, because they released a standalone expansion this week, uh, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor, and the expansion is called Profit. Uh, the, hmm. original is, the original is called Martyr. Uh, I highly recommend this game. I, I have put hours upon hours upon hours into it. It's Warhammer 40k Diablo. Uh, so action RPG, insane loot system, crazy crafting system, um, and I, I'm loving the story because I'm not super familiar with the 40k lore, but it, it was interesting enough to where I've actually started reading 40k books and watching YouTube videos to understand the lore a bit more, and I'm really into it now. Um, it's got multiplayer, co-op, PvP. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's it's a really great game. I've had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I think it's Neocore does the... Yeah, Neocore, the developers, they do a ton of updates, and they've just been adding to the game left and right. The expansion was like the first paid thing, um, but they've been like unlocking the galaxy as people have been playing, and it's just... It's a huge, huge game now. Like, crazy huge game. Um, so I, I very much recommend it. Uh, if you are if you like Warhammer 40k, it's a damn load of fun. And Profit, 
allows you to play as a tech adept. It adds a new character class, and that you're a member of the uh, what is it, the Arcus Mechanicus. Um, basically, you're mostly a machine, and like you, <laughs> you don't walk. You're on a platform with like metal spider legs that walks for you. Oh wow! And uh, you like, I love the new class. I, I hit level twenty uh, today. And you basically build these little constructs to help you, like little tanks and stuff that uh, follow you around. Like, I have a tank that just swings giant axes at shit. And uh, and then backing them up, I have another tank that just launches jets of flame at anything coming at me. Um, highly recommend it. A, I'd love to play it with somebody. So if you have this game, uh, reach out to me on Twitter at RetroRentsOwl. I would love to play the multiplayer on this with people I know. Um... I've had a ton of fun with it, and I just, I don't know, I've been hooked on it since the original came out, and this just brought me back into it hardcore, and I'm having a blast. Uh, Let's see, on top of that, um, Uplay Plus was free for this month, Um, so I jumped on that to kind of do the evaluation, check it out. Uh, It's pretty damn sweet. I mean, I know everybody's probably getting tired of subscription services, but pretty much... (laughs) Every single Ubisoft game is on here, so like I've dipped my feet into a bunch of stuff I haven't played yet, and I've been meaning to pick up, and now I don't have to spend 50 bucks to try Anno 1800. Oh, there you go. And I'm really enjoying that, too. That's I haven't played too much of it, but I like the Anno games. Uh, I like those builder games, and the 1800 one is a very interesting era that, that I've always liked reading about you know kind of the turn of the industrial age and you know uh trains and 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 all that stuff you basically um you you basically starting uh an island colony at one point but it expands i'm gathering once i get out of here and then it's like trade ships and you'll have a trading company it's very very neat so far if you're into those kind of games and i'm i'm definitely liking it and the graphics are just gorgeous beautiful game uh, so I played that through Uplay Plus, and I finally tried Watch Dogs 2. Um, so much better than Watch Dogs 1. So far. I probably put about three hours into Watch Dogs 2. I like it so much more. I like the protagonist so much more. I hated the first Watch Dogs, I'm going to be perfectly honest. The protagonist in that just ruined it for me. I don't know, his name is really? Aaron Aiden. Did you ever play that one? Funny enough, I have not played it yet. It's in my library. It's in. Uh, I think I got it with my graphics card, but I never, I never got around to playing it. I think the first one is garbage. Like it has neat ideas, and there's a ton of stuff to do, but the protagonist is so utterly hateful. Like I, not like he's hateful, but like he's just so poorly written. And I've never been that kind of person where a protagonist can ruin a game for me. But like. It got to a point where I was just like, I don't fucking care about the story of this game. I don't want to fucking hear another word out of this idiot's mouth. Like, I'm just done. <laughs> that bad, huh? It was horrible. Where Watch Dogs 2 is very cool. It's more like, got a really cool grassroots hacker story. And um, I'm very much enjoying that. There's like tons of customization and, you know, buy different clothes and look cool and shit. It's just, it's like GTA without, you know, all the, the vile shit. Um, it's actually right. really, really neat hacking mechanics and very interesting story so far. I, I do like it. So I was playing that. And then finally, the last one that Nick and I have been talking about also released. I've been playing Greedfall. 
Oh yeah. I I like this game. Um, it's got some quirks. Y- you can tell it's a smaller studio. Uh, definitely aiming big, aiming for a Bioware level RPG with like the party mechanics and relationships and factions. Um, I like it. I think the story's very interesting. The quests are very in depth and they're long. Jesus Christ, they're long. There's like <laughs> no nothing in this game is a simple fetch quest. There's okay. more. There's just more to it, and it's, it's going to be longer than you anticipate. <laughs> so, uh, but it is kind of an age of exploration in a fantasy world, uh, no relation to our own, and that's actually going to kind of bring me to my first gripe uh, of the episode. But I'm I'm actually I'm a little pissed off at some of the reviews that are are coming out about this game, um, saying that it's like glorifying the age of, you know, exploration and the atrocities that happen. Colonization, yeah. I I had a feeling watching the trailers, like, oh, you know, like, grab me, and then all of a sudden it's like, is is that fringe of, you know, that have to find something wrong with everything, is that what they're going to jump on? And it is. Even though this clearly looks like a fantasy world, and it's not not colonization of the Americas. Yes, and it's a completely made-up world, and I think so far, from what I've played of it, they have they have handled it perfectly. Uh, there's nothing, like, I haven't run into anything vile yet, but it is one of those, like, you know, right now, there are new settlers into this new land, and they're, they're like, they're kind of operating, you're, you're kind of part of the merchants faction, and they're like, hey, look, like, let's not fucking piss the natives off, let's, you know, kind mm-hmm. of leave them be, and, and... So far, you know, and there's, of course, there's the religious faction that's like, oh, we want to bring them to the light of Telema, and, you know, and it's that whole thing. And so far, like, I haven't seen them being forceful about it. But the whole point being is everything in this game is a made-up world. And right. so I'm seeing these articles, like this one on Kotaku, that's like, you know, if you're handling this subject matter, they should have done this. And it's like, no, just fucking stop. Like... I don't think there's anyone out there in the the gaming community that's like over the age of 16 that thinks that that was a great age and the things that happened during the age of colonization were were wonderful. And right. look, not every game is supposed to be some work of art that challenges our mores and and makes us uh you know, rethink an issue. And, like, I think people are giving the developers, uh, Spider, like, unnecessary shit. Like, so far, and, like, they've handled it with class. I have complaints about the game itself. Uh, don't get me started. Uh, there's a boss fight within, like, the first 20 minutes of the game that, at this point, has been the hardest fight of the game for me, and it was a <laughs> fucking hard fight. But more um, on a technical nature, not not from a storytelling. Right, my complaints are technical. And, you know, like, people, there there are so many battles out right now that are worth fighting. This really isn't one of them. I mean, I'm sure someone's going to give me shit about that, and I don't get it, and I don't really, and I don't. I, that's fine. But I'm also not looking for games to constantly have to have a message or, or you know, open my eyes to something. I also read a lot of history, and I happily read as much as I can on any given subject. So it's like, look, if it's not your kind of content, or if it's not something you want to to experience, then don't. 
but don't shit on the developers for it. I mean, I, I just, I read yeah. a couple of reviews. I think one was on Kotaku, and I was like, I came so close to commenting, but I'm like, you know what? It's just not worth it. Like, there's so much other shit that is worth fighting and getting upset about rather than some indie studios game that happens to take place in a similar age, and they're handling it as good as I think they possibly could. Right. Well, I mean, the other thing is, you know, granted, Kotaku does a lot of clickbait, and that, oh shit, you know, like that—that's the part that like instantly like flipped in my mind. It's like that would be the clickbait titles, like oh, it's like oh, this this colonization thing, and again, it's like yes, yeah, it's like it, it is not all you know roses and flowers in terms of like the reality of what happened in, in our history. But again, this is but it's not our history. Fi- it's, it's not history. fucking it, fantasy it's world. It's a work. It's a work of fiction. And in this fictional world, yes, there are parallels, it seems, but you know, that can't, you know, that shouldn't detract from the enjoyment of the story. Right. And, you know, you can I mean, are still we supposed get to never, and, like, are we supposed hmm? to never approach that topic in a game? Like, come on, people, just stop. Yeah. yeah. To me, to me, that, that strikes me, you know, especially, you know, Kotaku is notorious for clickbait, you know, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like they're going for the clickbait and it's yep. like, ooh, that'll get you to click on it. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, you got me. Uh, thanks. Yeah, and it's like, if anything, you know, if these asses that want to go nuts about this kind of thing, hey, people are actually talking about it this week. Like, the age of colonization, and hey, let's, you know, not forget some horrible shit happened there. So, hey, it got the discussion going. Yeah. So, yeah. tip of the hat like, to Spider for that. Like, nobody was fucking even thinking about that last week. So. Exactly. It's like you know, it, it can it can lead to informative destruct uh, destruct construction. Uh, <laughs> how do I words? How do they work? Conversation. Yeah. And but it's, you know that that can be in all sorts of things. I mean, you know. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that aside, it is a good game. I I'm very intrigued by the story. Uh, mechanics are interesting enough. Uh, it's uh, the combat is fun. Uh, it's enough to, to keep me interested, so I, I'm going to you know probably play some more of that tonight and get further into that story. Uh, yes. I, it's definitely giving me the explorey feels, like, oh, I'm somewhere new and exotic and dangerous. And, sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's creatures they've never seen before. It's very, very cool in that sense, so I'm very much liking that. Well, I mean, um, you also mentioned, like, it kind of, you know, kind of... No, yeah, not I say nods to Bioware, but like elements of Bioware, and I'm assuming that's old school Bioware. And I'm hoping maybe this will be like one of those studios that can kind of like you know rise to the top, yeah, and uh, you know you know kind of fill the shoes that I think Bioware is definitely left behind, ducking out of, like, <laughs> yeah, ducking out of being forced out of, if you will, for yeah. sure. Uh, well, yeah, you know, maybe we'll get into that a little later uh, today. <laughs> Some uh, of the new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could. I think they're doing very... Uh, I think this is, for as small of a studio as they are, uh, this is a very nice effort. The graphics are absolutely beautiful. Um, it's it's done well. I like it. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, and that is all I've been playing this week. I have actually been playing a lot. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely... Uh, definitely digging what's out there right now and uh yeah that will bring us actually to release highlights and some stuff that's come out this week uh crying suns as i mentioned the faster than light inspired space strategy space opera uh it's very good if you're a faster than light fan this is a no-brainer go pick it up 
the big news this week is Link's Awakening Remastered. Uh, hits yeah. on, uh, <laughs> it's making me want to get a Nintendo Switch, I'll tell you that. Oh, I thought um, you already had one. No. Oh. No, I have to get one. Um, that has been probably a tagline of mine since the cast started. I've got to get a goddamn <laughs> Switch. Um, so I want to get one. Uh, so yeah, Link's Awakening came out, and also the original uh, Nino Kuni remastered. Uh-huh. Uh, Wrath of the White Witch. That, if you have not played it, is a fantastic RPG loaded with charm. It is a... Uh, they worked with uh, animators from Studio Ghibli. Ghibli? Ghibli, uh, I think. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's you know, Princess Mononoke. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spirited Away. And you'll you'll recognize the style. Like, the whole game looks like that. Oh, cool. It's beautiful. And then there's like anime cutscenes on top of it. Very good RPG. Uh, incredible story. It really is one of those, if you have not experienced Nino Kuni yet, um, because you didn't have a console, uh, now you can, because it also landed on PC. Ah. Uh, so yes, that was this week. Nino Kuni Remastered also landed on PC. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 came out for PC originally with the release. I actually have it. I forgot to mention, I've been playing that too this week, and very much enjoying Nino Kuni 2. Uh, different mechanics, it's uh, more of a live-action RPG, with, uh, and then there's some like strategy mechanics that I just got to, where it's like you have, you're leading little armies and stuff. It's so cool. But yeah, um, so if you haven't picked that up yet, you really have no excuse now. It is pretty much on every console and every uh, and PC. Uh, it's not on Xbox yet. But yes, fantastic little game. Uh, also released, uh, Gears 5 came out since we recorded last, Gears of War 5. Uh, I'm enjoying that. I played that off and on. I played the multiplayer, which I'm having a really good time with. Uh, I played some Horde mode the other day. Uh, made it to like round 5 with a bunch of randoms. We did alright. And then I, well, I really we, we probably would have went for all the way, but baby cried. Um, so I had to <laughs> stop playing. But, uh, yeah, so I played the Horde mode. And then there's one, like, Escape the Hive or something like that. That was neat. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's their new new game mode. It looks interesting. Kind that is know. cool as hell. That You're just barrel-assing. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you, it's, it's a hybrid of, of the Horde. You're, you're, like, on the move, I guess, type of thing. Oh, you're, you're running your ass off to escape. <laughs> very, very cool. I, I like it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I know you don't have a console, Nick, so pick it up. Uh, get that Game Pass for PC. We can play PC. Gears 5. Yeah, we can play Gears 5 on PC. I already have it installed. Um, let's see. Then, uh, oh yeah, and of course, the big one, Borderlands 3 has That's come out. That's the big one. Oh yeah. Uh, I picked that up on Xbox. Um, liking it very much. I'd love to play more with it, more of it, but my daughter Mia broke my main controller this week. No! I'm so pissed. Hey, you want to throw out all your kids, but you can't. It's frowned upon. Okay, sorry. No, I, I um. <laughs> but uh, the good thing being is my new job, we're actually a subsidiary of Microsoft, so I can actually buy from their company store and I'll get a controller Ooh, for a little like discount. 30, nice. Yeah, like Thirty bucks. Total. Um, yeah, I can get controllers pretty cheap. So I'm going to get a new controller and threaten her with death. 
uh, if she breaks it again. That that should do it. But yeah, uh, Borderlands 3, I'm kidding, people. But uh, Borderlands 3 is very... <laughs> it's fun. Uh, it's out of control with the loot and the guns, and there's all kinds of crazy weapons. The story is pretty interesting so far. I think the villains, the the, the twins are hysterical, the Calypso twins. Um, I think they're supposed to be like crazy and frightening, but they just make me laugh my ass off. I think they're like the funniest villains I've ever seen. Uh, they're they're like <laughs> they're live streaming basically in the wasteland, and it's like <laughs> she's like, "All right, you know, followers, here we go, let's kill them." <laughs> it's just cool. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm not gonna like flip out and say it's like the best game ever. I, I think I think it's pretty good. Uh, we'll see how long it keeps my interest. I, I would probably play a lot more of it if I had uh, someone to play co-op with. Hint, hint. Uh, hint, so, hint yeah. wink, wink. Now, is it cross-platform available? Or? Not right away. They uh, are hopefully. going to do it. Because I'm eyeing more the, the PC version, so... <laughs> Why, yeah. One, because I don't have a console. But... Yeah, they're, they're planning on it. Uh, and it'd obviously be like PC and Xbox cross-play. I don't, I don't know if PlayStation's going to get in on it or not. Now I will say their their integration with uh Twitch has been really, really good. Um basically oh. you, you you know, you make sure you sign into their um oh it's it's uh whatever the program it's like I want to say link program, but that's not it. <clears throat> but uh uh whatever it is, uh you yeah. ma- basically you know you make sure it's all tied together and the cool part is uh if people on you know the the stream you're watching is playing, you know, Borderlands three the audience can sometimes appear as an enemy, uh, oh, really? enemy in the game. Uh, so that's one, two, oh, uh, apparently player, uh, viewers can actually, I say take control. <laughs> I haven't seen that it happened yet, but it, from what's described, basically, I guess they can like amp up or do like, you know, cause certain power ups to happen that the enemy will deploy against the player. Uh, the weapons and like, I guess there's these special red boxes, which are high in, you know, Mm-hmm. Loot cases essentially. If a player comes upon those, then there's a chance for someone in the audience to get one given to them. Oh, uh, not, wow. necessarily, not necessarily the weapon the player gets, but you know, basically it's like a, a random prize roll essentially. And yeah, you know, if you big. win it, yeah, you walk away with uh, you know something on your game. <clears throat> and then then a whole bunch of other cool integrations, like you can see the players' uh, stats, their you know their configuration of the uh, the skills and all that. And it's like, wow, this is smart. This is like fully designed. Like they definitely thought about this. Like I mean, I kind of wish more games did this because there's like I can only think of two really right now. One was uh um was it Dominica? I think it is. Or um oh, what is it? Oh, let me bring it up here. It's on Steam. It was basically it's like an eight bit uh, game, super fun. Where oh, you... Domina, the the Domina, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Gladiator, Gladiator. Game? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Domina is the only other one that I really know of that had you know that level of integration where the audience can participate heavily in terms of like you know it's like with Domina, it's like yeah, you can give you know your audience can give a thumbs up or thumbs down to you know, for the oh, Gladiator wow. to like kill them or whatever, you know, kind of like you know that you know the Roman vote essentially. Oh, wow. um, and things like that. Uh, so I really wish m- more games, you know, would kind of take that up in terms of like that Twitch integration because that, that's a great way to get your audience like engaged yeah, keep, and get people and engaged. Participating. That's, yeah, that's really really cool, man. I might have to pop in the captain's uh, stream if he's streaming yeah. tonight. I think yeah, he was playing. If he's streaming, it. absolutely. 
Very cool. Um, alright. Let us jump over to the news. Uh, sounds like you had some news too, so um, I want to make sure you get yours in. Uh, what what was going on with uh, what was it? Bioware. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Do we have? Let me, let me make sure we didn't have it already here. I don't think we do. No, I didn't. I didn't uh, see no. it. No. So okay. So Bioware specifically with Anthem uh, oh, has uh, in their in their effort to be more transparent have announced that the upcoming you know releases that they're planning for the, the basically the roadmap stuff no longer exists in terms of like the roadmap is gone oh no now supposedly supposedly that you know the, like stuff is being worked on but basically it's like oh we're just going to do away with the roadmap we're not going to talk about the roadmap anymore just stuff stuff will happen Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, the, the the bells are tolling here, and it's the death toll. I... Oh, that sucks, man. Because I I do have to agree with with Matt and and Mike over at Bad Fodder Figures. When I when I played Anthem, um, and was playing with a group that like it worked, and I wasn't banding all over the place and all that shit. Like the combat in that game is some of the most fun that I've ever played. That whole, like, Iron Man mechanic... Sure. ...is an absolute blast. But, yeah, man, like, they just... God, I, I can't believe how bad... how bad they're doing with that game. Like, why get rid of that roadmap? At least, like, it was something that people were looking forward to... And now it's like, yeah, oh, it, we're we're gonna give you some stuff eventually. Yeah, basically they, they committed to doing seasonal updates. So whatever. Which I'm sure they're gonna charge means. for. Yeah, uh, like I don't, I yeah, who knows? They they haven't specified, and we'll find out when they release stuff, I suppose. But Good Lord. yeah, it's you know, yeah, a lot of it seems like a lot of backpedaling of like it's like, oh, we're here, and nope, you know, then then we're backing off to this, and then oh. now we're just like you know, some sometime this year, I don't know. Something might happen. <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> our people uh, will call your people. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, just just keep an ear out. We'll get back to you. Good Lord, Bioware. Um. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's switch over to we're doing it too now news. And, uh, <laughs> EA is jumping on the cloud streaming game service bandwagon. I I uh, I just don't think now is the time. I've said this a million times. The broadband infrastructure is just not ready yet. Like yeah yeah like. <laughs> Again, it'll be interesting to see, and you know, from all the stuff of like you know tech, you know, or tech um, conferences and whatnot. Like at the conference, it usually works fine, but it's usually like right next to the the you know, the main hub or you know something like that. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, like the the regular consumer Joe, you know, what what is their you know connectivity going to be like with these things? That, that's the big thing. And my instant challenge to them, like guys. I have got a pretty sweet broadband connection, a awesome, like awesomely networked house, as far as a nice wireless mesh. I can't even get a 100% gaming experience streaming my Xbox to my PC. Like, there it, the capability is there, and there's like an eighth of a second lag. It's not much depending on the game you're playing, but it doesn't work for shooters. 
It doesn't right. work for fighting games. It's just... I don't think it's there yet. I don't want to be that old guy and get off my lawn, but I think... <laughs> No, I, think, I, I I agree with you. Like like, and maybe that's the thing. Like, I haven't seen like specific list of what games are shown. Uh, I want to say FPSs were shown, but it's like uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be the watermark. Like, can FPSs work in yeah. the streaming environment? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't want to be like uh, it's impossible. It's not impossible. I just think the majority of the country, at least yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, we're, be, not there we're not there yet. I mean, Japan, Korea, they got phenomenal broadband. I'm sure it'll be great over there. Um, but yeah, we're just not there yet. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I find it funny that EA is going, me too, me too, mom. Um, <laughs> There's money right. in them dark hills, and we're going into them. Have, have at it, boys. Um, a little side note, I'm still loving my origin... Uh, premiere access that i got like that year's worth of access last december um man you get aside from like the tons of games they throw in the vault like i'm playing fifa 20 on pc like five days ahead of time (laughs) ahead of release yeah they do some neat shit um i'm having fun with that but yeah that that's a good move by ea this not not so much not so much but we'll (laughs) see um and then about 15 minutes before we started recording, I activated the, you know, the beta option on Steam, mm-hmm. and I got the new Steam update uh, that, like, they've been talking about for a while that's coming, uh, where it changes around your library. It actually looks really sweet. I like the way they did the library. Um, you actually, it looks like, like actual shelves full of games. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, very, very cool. I do like that. Um, and then they've curated and redone, like, the whole discovery mechanic, and, okay. like, I, I, like, I don't know, I always thought the front page of the store kind of sucked, like, the games that it would feature and recommend were just not, not games I would play, usually, or worse, they were games I already had, which made no fucking sense, because it's supposed <laughs> to do it, like, recommend it for you, based on games you might want to buy. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it looks cool. I'm liking the choices that it's showing me, uh, so far. And, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, good move on their part. Oh, game I wanted to tell you about, Nick, that I am playing. Uh, it's averaging in the 90s in, like, conglomerate ratings, uh, called Children of Morta. Um, Children of Morta? I don't think I've heard of this. It is a kind of action RPG, very cool. Uh, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the link to it, uh, just because this is another one I got uh, a key for, yep. and I'm absolutely really having a blast with it. Um, I'll have to. Uh, I'll send it to you after the show, but I think. Uh, oh, here we go. Copy page URL. I'm actually just gonna paste it in the Discord. This is another one to check out when you have a moment. Uh, it is a really great PC RPG. Um, I hmm. think read like the features and the reviews. Uh, it's it's something I think you'd really get into. Anyway, okay, back to the news. So the new Steam update is great. Um, now we'll go to the uh, fr- oh I, one more news item, and then we'll go to the free games uh, for the month. Uh, Borderlands Three is actually doing their first event called the Bloody Harvest. Uh, 
obviously a Halloween themed event coming in October. Uh, there's going to be haunted mobs and all mm. kinds of stuff. And if you kill enough of them, you'll actually get access to a, a new map and a special in-game event. Oh. Yeah, it sounds very neat. So I'm probably going to be uh, checking that out. Oh yeah, I did copy a quote here. As revealed on today's episode of the Borderlands show, Bloody Harvest will be available for anyone who has completed the first act of Borderlands 3 as haunted enemies will begin to appear across the galaxy, able to inflict players with a new terror debuff, restricting their vision and gun handling. Kill enough of these haunted enemies, however, and your Vault Hunter will eventually unlock access to a new event-specific map, which promises spooky rewards to add to the list of best Borderlands legendaries already in the game so far. So, I like Interesting. that. Not only are they integrating with Twitch, but they're doing live events. I'm really gonna have to. Yeah, that that yeah. There, if it feels like yeah, they they did their homework. It's like you know, what is the best way to engage players and you know provide you know length you know life to the game. I shouldn't say yeah. that. Like, we're not we're not at the length point yet. You know, give it a year and see where we're at in terms of like you know stuff happening and whatnot. But yeah, it's like at least they're coming out of the gate strong. Oh yeah, so far, so far. And I think that will uh, bring us toward... We're coming towards the bottom here. Um, we mentioned on our last episode, the save point game of the month is Everspace. Um, I I played this a little bit uh, in the past couple weeks since we recorded. Um, mm-hmm. I made it to like t- three jumps in. About. <laughs> three or four jumps and then i just get destroyed you get murdered yeah yeah uh it took me i don't know it took me a while to before i think i finally made it to the end but it was a lot of like dying in the early maps getting those credits coming back and you know unlocking the various pilot abilities and then uh-huh. yeah i don't know it, i want to say 10 to 15 yeah i say resets but you know it's like that that, that cycling before i really started to get far not only knowing how to play, but also just like you get enough abilities and yeah, kind of know what what you you immediately have to do to kind of proceed. So yeah, like, don't don't feel bad that you die a lot early on. No, no, <laughs> like, and I get it, it's part of the game. I actually really like the game. Um, I love the mechanics, the flight space flight mechanics are oh, yeah, some of the best. Yeah, some of the best since uh, X Wing. Really dig it. Um, so yeah, if you haven't played Everspace. It is on Game Pass, and uh, it's it's worth a shot. Like it's it's a challenge, but it's a fun challenge. Uh, unlike Dark Souls, which is probably why my <laughs> controller broke. I really shouldn't blame it on Mia. I probably did most of the damage, and uh, she just finished it off with one good bump off a table. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm digging it so far, man. This is a good recommend. I like it. Yeah. All right, that will bring us to the question of the bye week. Um, this one we asked this week, and I did not update the agenda, but I will go to the save point. I also need to pull up. We did get a reply on Twitter. I want to make sure I get that in as well. Um, but the question is... What was your hardest boss battle, and what did it feel like to finally beat them? Uh, Nick, you want to take the first couple? Uh... Yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm trying to remember, and 
I don't, I don't know. It's like I don't think it's any recent game because it, it never feels like you know any major boss battle is like that bad. But I want to well, say well, for us, I would say I, I'd say. Do you want to take the first couple on the save point? Oh, oh that oh, okay, gotcha. Just yeah, we'll, don't we'll let me forget it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so Aaron, uh, Aaron here says Emperor Callus is a dick bag. <laughs> what is that from? Like, uh, like. Uh, oh, he replied below. Destiny Two, FYI. Oh, Destiny Two. Okay, so that's why it's like. I think I've heard the name around, but yeah, I haven't played Destiny Two. So, oh, there we go. Let me open that up. There we go. Destiny Two. All right, got it. Uh, retro though was probably Ganon. Yeah, yeah. That Ganon. was a tough one. If you didn't Ganon, know what to do. He, well, he's also a very well. Depending on, I guess, which game, uh, uh, Ganon, because I know what is it um, Ocarina of Time? Like he had three, three modes, I think, and it, it was very you know it, it's that usual you know JRPG you know granted you know uh, uh, Link isn't or Zelda rather isn't uh, exactly an RPG I guess, but um, the whole uh-huh. adage of like, you know, it's like the, the boss is never done the first time. Like there's always, you know, it, yeah. usually like they they like their three modes. Sometimes there's more. Uh, so I don't know if you necessarily call that hard as opposed to just long, but uh. definitely, definitely. I, I know when I was a kid, you know, playing Arc- Ocarina, like, yeah, finally defeating Ganon. Oh, boy. Ooh, he was like, yes, yeah. I've done <laughs> it. <laughs> Battle forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right, next one up is our buddy Josh Ian. Uh, does killing it with 9 or 24 or 39 of my closest friends count? Pick a, <laughs> <laughs> pick a raid boss from Classic WoW to Cataclysm. Haha, they all got pushed down over time. Yeah, he's hardcore in the WoW Classic right now. Uh, and then nice. Aaron actually replied to him, Ani, 25, many whelps, handle it. <laughs> Anixia. Yeah, yeah, Wow Wow's raids were definitely challenging. Um I got out I think I did Molten Core and then I that was pretty much the last time I had played, and that was when Molten Core was new, so I think that was relative classic uh vanilla mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Alright, next one's yours. Alright, uh Philip says the the final boss in Wise Three Wonders East, from yeah. Wow. Not... Yes. East, I've never yeah. even heard of this game. Oh, ES, there or, or East, sorry, YS or East. East. Yeah, East? it's a great role-playing game series. Actually, there's like okay. there's a bunch of them. Um, and there you can get the, them on PC. Those the RPGs, man. RPGs, uh, like I think, consistently have the hardest bosses. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I, remember I think that. without without fail. I would totally agree because that's my tough boss. <laughs> um, and then Crystal Games. The secret boss in Octopath Traveler. That's another reason I need a switch. In the uh, post, yeah, like I want to play this game. I keep hearing good things about it. I've heard awesome. Yeah, not that awesome. In the post-game dungeon, I tried several times and had to give up. Grind some more and return. You split your characters into two groups. Oh, that's like boss fight I'm going to bring up. So everyone has to be leveled up and power through a two-phase fight. It was tough. Hmm. Again, those multi-phase fights. <laughs> that's I'm telling you, that's gonna get be you every time. Yeah, and actually, we actually had a reply on Twitter from Captain Mike from uh, Bad Fodder Figures. Currently, Billy the Anointed and his teleporting purple ass. Uh, that's Borderlands Three. Okay. Um, yeah, the boss fights in Borderlands Three are a bitch. Um, first guy I fought 
could like electrify the floor. Whoa! And <laughs> I was just jumping around like a fucking idiot, and somehow I managed to like I would jump on top of something, and I could avoid it. But you just had to be quick, and uh, that was a tough one. That was a very tough fight. And I hear they just get harder, so <laughs> fun. Love that. And uh, we actually have some voicemails. Uh, Nick, if you have the voicemail number in front of you, why don't you give that out real quick? Uh, sure. Let me bring it up here. Uh, there it is. Uh, 610-810-1654. And you can call the voicemail to answer our questions of the bye week, or you can just shoot shit with us, complain, give your opinion on current events. I don't care. Uh, as long as it's game-related, uh, give us a shout. Or even if you want to talk about the fucking spaghetti you ate for dinner, I don't give a fuck. All right. I want to so, talk about the spaghetti you had for dinner. <laughs> All right. Let's roll on over to the voicemail. Who could it be? What's going on, retro rents of the retros of the retros? Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, I see Al's back on his feet, huh? Yep. Way to go, Al. Way to go. Yes. I'm not sure why you were checked. I think you were playing games with us. If I do recall, I believe you say you're a whiskey man, Al. Yes, Al, sir. if you're sick or you're feeling sick, all you do is pump all that blood out of your veins and get that whiskey flowing through it. And, and I did. And it'll fix you right up. You'll be feeling great. You'll be on the roof dancing. You'll be throwing <laughs> mud balls at cars as they go by. You'll be out on the front lawn making grass angels, screaming Captain Mike's the best. Red Sox fan ever! <laughs> yeah, you feel good about that. Not enough alcohol for that, buddy. Let me buddy. down, Al. Let me down. You actually postponed the show, and I was all ready to call in. But that's all right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, let's see. So let's get on the business. On the business. Question of the week was, uh, beating down the bosses, and how do you feel? So I guess this all came from when you left your last job, right, Al? You went in that last day of your job, and you I'm already at the new job. I'm already at the new job. I'm already at the new job. I'm always changes it up. You know, it's it's too easy to be normal. It's much much funner to be different. So Fred, that's why we love you, Fred. Uh, yeah, most of that comes down to is when I play games anymore, I really don't put it on a very hard difficulty, so uh, I don't have many memories of uh, beating very hard bosses because I'm cheesing the game. But uh, <laughs> I do have a thing I did in a game that I'm very proud of to this day. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of a boss thing, kind of odd, but uh, I don't know if you remember, but Call of Duty, I believe it was Modern Warfare, it had that thing where it was called the Mile High Club Achievement. Where you got on that plane, this was all an extra thing, so you didn't oh, have to do this, you yeah. didn't want to, but anyway, you got on that plane. You're at the back of the plane, and you had to make it to the front of the plane and save the plane by taking out all the uh, uh, hijackers, I guess you would say. Uh, and you only had a certain amount of time. You had weapons. You had to know when to reload. You had to know, right, you couldn't shoot any civilians. It wasn't run and gun. You know, it wasn't let it fly. You had to, you know, you shot a civilian, it was over. But I did it. I did indeed do it. Boy, I tell you, that's the closest I ever came to taking my controller and slamming it off the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, when I did it, I, I think I kind of kissed the controller and said, look, you're still alive, because, boy, I'll tell you what, that was 
that was one of the hardest things I think I've ever done in video games. I don't know if anybody, any of you guys ever did that or tried it or if anybody listening did. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see if anybody else got through it or what they thought. But that's my input, gentlemen. Hopefully everybody's doing great. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, oh, and Uncle Fred get cut off. We got one more. Uh, uh. Unbelievable. I'm getting a bad reputation here of being the double caller on most of these shows I'm calling in on anymore. I we love it, Fred. I got a I gotta like find a way to tighten things up or do something here. Maybe I can take one of those speed talking courses. No, talk like you that. just but keep anyway, doing I, you, I do apologize for the second call, gentlemen. But uh, you know, I I couldn't leave without the old Arima Turkey. <laughs> Fred, you don't worry. If you got to call in three times, we enjoy it, my friend. Um, yes, I do remember the level he's talking about. And (laughs) I think I actually broke a controller on that level. I was younger and had anger issues. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, that that is a very tough one. You said you remember that one, too. Oh, yeah. Like it was specifically for the achievement, because I think you could you could get through the level, you know, just, you know, just normally. But to get the achievement, the the mile high achievement, you had to do, I want to say it's like a minute something. Wow. And yeah, there was there was no margin for error. You had to, yeah, like like I said, you had you had to like time your reloads at the right point. It was basically like when you're like moving through the room once you've killed everything, that would be your point of reload, and he couldn't miss anything because if you missed, then you know you're putting yourself behind in terms of like your clip size. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so like it required a whole lot of just like practice and timing and, and getting it just right. And yeah, I, I think I did that. I like jumped up and down like, where? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> And then I never played it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny though. I've seen games do that to me, where it's like, I just want to get that damn achievement, and then you get it, and you're like, all right, I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> um, I think for me, uh, for my boss fight, uh, the most memorable, and it was a challenge from what I remember, <clears throat> for a similar reason to. Uh, I'm sorry, what was her name? Crystal. Crystal Games had said, um, and that is in Final Fantasy VI, Mm -hmm. uh, Final Fantasy III on Super Nintendo, that final boss fight, I think you split your party into three? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had to, like, go up the mountain in three different parties, and each one had to fight a portion of, like, was it a portion of Kefka, I think? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and um, then the last party that fought him fought, like, the hardest version of him, too. So yeah. I remember I remember borrowing it from my friend, and I was, like, sick. It was over the summer, and I was just, like, in bed for a week, and this was all I played. And I remember just grinding my face off with as many of my characters as I could to, like, get everybody leveled to a point where we were pretty diesel. And the fight, if I remember correctly, still took. I want to say it was like time. it was like almost a, a half hour to forty minutes. I, I think that's right. Like it, I, I I remember going back and watching a speed runner do it, and you know, yeah, they're, they're doing all sorts of things. I, I think like flat out with a speed runner takes something like twenty five minutes. Yeah. And that, again, that's speed running. So like yeah, for us like I think I want to say it was thirty to forty five minutes if you were like you know, going in fresh type of thing, or even, you know, yeah. you know kind of like semi know what you're doing. 
But yeah, I remember that battle just took forever. It was tough, and I just remember when you finally like saw the like it would do the flash and the the bang to show that you beat the boss. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember like leaping out of bed like yeah. I was like you know cracking voice fifth grader <laughs> or sixth grade. I, I don't think I did it until the credits were in because it was one like one of those like is there gonna be because I think that's more than three on that one. Because mm-hmm. there, there's, there's like eight, your separate parties, and then I think the final, final one is like, oh, that's right. like melds. A, a three or four sequence. That's right. Uh, so it's like you didn't know where the end. Like there was so, <laughs> there's so many false and more false endings than a Marvel movie here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that is it's so like it wasn't until the credits started rolling. Like it's over. Oh my god, I did it. <laughs> yeah, and I remember like literally like cheering top of my lungs. Like I couldn't believe I'd done it. And then I remember too. I was down to like my last character. Ooh. Like I had like one spell left, like one one last hurrah, and I just casted the most powerful offensive spell I had, and it it was it. It beat him. I was like, holy shit! Like I couldn't believe it. And um, but I think the best part about that game too was the ending was mega rewarding. I think the ending itself was twenty minutes. Oh so, yeah, with, with, especially depending on how much stuff you you yeah. did or rather unlocked or whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, like yeah, like the, I think the super long inning is, is about another half hour, where it's just like yeah, it's and like I remember I had unlocked all the everything. resolution and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the resolution of like every character and yep. it's like, and I felt like it, you know it, it, with the one basically the hundred percent, it puts a nice bow on things in terms of like yes, like you know you know all I, that I effort think, was worth it. All the effort was worth it. I want to say that there was like some, like there were some touching moments and oh, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah. It's like that. They finally did it. And it's like, yeah, big yeah. payoffs, big yeah. payoffs. So very yeah. much so. And I, you know, to this day, that is still like my basis of comparison for good rewarding video game endings. Like, Absolutely. I don't know, man, to this day, like for a lot of the time and effort I put into a lot of these games, like, I loved that with Final Fantasy VI, you know, the crazy amount of effort and fight you had to put into that boss fight, and it just rewarded you with, like, sit back, relax, and watch what happens due to all the stuff you did as you played. And I just remember sitting back, like, wow, this is so great. And I've got to pee, but I can't. <laughs> There's no pause. And, um, yeah, I just remember that. That stuck with me from the time that game came out. So probably, I want to say, like, I was sixth grade. So early 90s for sure. And uh, it's stuck with me ever since. I still use it as a basis of comparison for A, challenging boss fights, and B, uh, well worth it endings. How about completely you? Sir? Agree. So, uh, Final Fantasy was on my list, but I don't think it was. It was uh, like I, I, you know, surprisingly, I don't think I, I classify as my hardest. I think it was Castlevania. Sticks out of yes. My I think it was the original the final. Uh, no, no, no. The the like the 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 recent one. Um, Symphony of the that Night. We, that we. Oh yeah, no, Lords of Shadow. Lords of Shadow. Yeah, yeah. With with uh, oh Satan. Uh, Patrick Stewart. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 right. Zolbeck when we fought Zolbeck. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Like oh, I feel like that 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 sticks out of me as like one the last one of the last hardest boss battles that I, I are participating in. Outside of like, yeah, raid bosses, yeah, they're absolutely hard. But that I feel like I don't know, it's a different different, you know, stage. I feel like that's that artificially hard, like so that yeah, yeah, because it has to balance. Like, yeah, you got like uh, you know, fifty players whacking on this thing. You, yeah. you gotta make it. <laughs> gotta no, make but it that dude, that fucking Zolbeck fight. I remember you and I yeah. just passing the controller back. And yeah, forth, yeah, we, like, yeah, and that and that always to me that's always like a sign of a. I say a good, uh, you know, long bo- boss battle in terms of like you know, it's it's truly hard, and you really yeah. got to get it down. Or it's like, yeah, you're passing it back and forth. Like, you know, it's like when the other one's playing, you're kind of observing. Like, okay, yeah. if I jump, all right, here, give me, give me, I, I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> like, no, I don't got it. Yeah, take this back. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that, I gotta say, if, now that you made me think about it, that is probably the last one, the last boss fight I remember that I really like was really hard, and I beat it. I mean, every fucking fight in Dark Souls is like a goddamn boss fight, but I, <laughs> I don't get very far. Uh, but yeah, that one, that was... In a, and that one had incredible boss fights, too, like that Titan in the snow, where yes, we climbing yeah, up the yes. thing. Some really fun ones. Really creative, creative boss fights. Um, but yeah, so that is our question of the bye week. That's a good one, Nick. Uh, I, I'm, I forgot about that until you mentioned it. But that, that vivid memory, well, ugh, fuck it, your turn. Uh, (laughs) that was fun though alright that will bring us to the end of the show to conclusions final thoughts and shout outs Uh, Nick any shout outs or promotions or anything that you're up to uh, yeah, no, nothing right now. Nothing, nothing really on the docket so far. Just kind of like, you know, finally chilling, you know, the, the old, the old house is going on the market. So I'm happy about that. And I get, you know, now I just got to nice. sell it, get it off the books. I'll be happy. Finally get my weekends back a little bit and, you know, no more, no more moving or, you know, cleaning things up. I'm just like, ah, last. I can enjoy this now. <laughs> yeah, I can enjoy, I can enjoy the weekend again. <laughs> That's great. Um, as for me, a uh, big shout out to the fans and the listeners. As always, I want to say if you're enjoying the show, uh, iTunes reviews really help us out. If you could leave a review on iTunes uh, for the show, I put the iTunes link uh, every every week when I when I post it. I'm pretty sure I do, uh, and that would really help us to get us towards the top of the search results and expose. Uh, other people to our show always appreciate that but i appreciate everybody that comes and listens every week leaves their feedback and and input in the save point in our discord always always appreciated thank you all for that um a shout out i'm gonna shout you boys out every week until you guys get a goddamn show up there but everyday gamers where are you we miss you we need a show um shout out to them yeah i hope you guys are okay hope everything is well Bad Fodder Figures, Mike, Jeremy, Eric, Matthew, shout out, fellas. Hope you're all doing good. Uh, they took the week off, so just a shout out to them. Looking forward to the next show. Uh, actually, they didn't take the week off. I think they had some technical difficulties. And they see, they have class. They'll just, they won't release. Uh, but me, I'm like, fuck it. You're going to get the episode with Audio Duck Nick. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, well, I, I live and learn. Uh, but yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Gabe and Router and all the fellows over at uh, Married to the Games. Uh, I just listened to their recent episode, um, and Gabe had mentioned that his father-in-law 
uh, passed away last week. So my condolences, uh-huh. Gabe, to you, uh, to your wife. That's really, really horrible. And um, just thinking of you guys and, and hope uh, hope you found strength, f- find strength and comfort in each other in this very difficult uh, time. So thoughts are with all of you. And then a shout-out to the gang over at Tap the Craft, my latest podcast obsession of craft beer uh, education, I, I think is a great way to call it. Uh, they, they focus on different kinds of beer and, and history of beer or whatever. They, they, every episode is different, and it's very educational uh, and very cool. I just, I'm learning a lot about the different beers that are out there. And, and Denny just seems like this beer Jedi, uh, Denny Luce. And <laughs> he's really interesting to listen to. Like, he's just, he's very, very into the subject matter, and he knows his shit. And it's just, he explains it in a very fun way, and, and I, I don't know. I, I can't get enough of the show. I love it. So big shout out to them. Uh, and then as far as us, if you want to hang out with us, talk to us, whatever, you can reach us at... One of the easier ways is on the save point, our Facebook uh, kind of book club for games. And that's at tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, you can email us, theretrorents at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at theretrorents. Or you can talk to us individually if you got some beef with anything I said this week. You can hit me up at retrorentsl. And you can hit Nick up at black eagle ops. Eagle, you know, like the bird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we are all on Twitch. Uh, Retro Rents Al on Twitch. Uh, Kibis for Kyle. Black Eagle Ops for Nick. Soda X Red for Travis. Actually, we just got some word. Kyle is going to uh, going to be joining us. Uh, oh snap! Very soon. We might do a kind of bonus episode. Yeah, we usually record every other week. But uh, he did mention he is going to be available this coming Friday. Uh, so might record another episode. Nick, obviously, you're more than welcome. I know you, you don't usually come every week, but if you can make it, I think we're definitely going to record just because we have not talked to Kyle in a long time, and I miss talking games with him. So uh, cross fingers. We'll have another episode coming next week, and uh, Kyle will be on the show. But that will end it for episode 46. Thank you, everybody, for listening, downloading, for sharing the show, and uh, for all the feedback you give us and all the interaction in the save point. Uh, and people that call in, Los, haven't heard from you in a while, but Fred, man, you are a champ, and uh, you just be you, brother. You don't worry about any artificial time limits. Uh, we, we love the calls, and you always have something cool to say, and I, I, have to, uh, I, have to, I have to say I hadn't thought about that Call of Duty level in a while, but I am remembering. <laughs> I am remembering Brings back the memories. <laughs> I remember it vividly now. Yeah, that was a tough one. But uh, on, that, on that note, we will call it an end for the week. Have a good uh, coming week, everybody. Um, play games. Have fun. Don't be dicks. See ya. Peace. <laughs>